0: hey guys uh this is travis johnson with the hunting fishing and trapping podcast uh i believe we're on the third one now and uh i really appreciate y'all tuning into this um we still haven't got a bird on the ground yet uh i have uh communicated with a few of them um but a lot of them so far have been really stubborn and um not really been communicating but uh, on a couple that I've communicated with, they've they've had hens around them, so that's been a little bit of a struggle getting them in. And a hen came into a food plot, but no gobbler behind him. So, but uh, hopefully with a little bit of luck, we'll uh, we'll put lead in one of them's head here pretty soon. It's it's actually storming tonight, so maybe after this storm they'll get fired up and want to communicate with me. But, uh, and guys, uh, I really want to appreciate y'all, uh, giving me a lot of positive feedback. It it means a lot to me, and I really appreciate that, but, uh, but, uh, the topic that we're going to talk about tonight is trail cameras, and a lot of y'all know what trail cameras are. Uh, they're, uh, they're really popular, and a lot of people use them, but, uh, if you don't know what they are, then sit back and relax, and I'll tell you a little bit about them. Uh, Some of the things we're going to go over tonight is obviously what a trail camera is, uh, some of their features, how to use them, uh, how I started using them, why I use them, um, how to hang them on trees, how long batteries last, um, and some of the accessories you can get with them and how to prevent uh, folks from stealing them. And we're gonna talk about the cost of them and my opinion on uh, trail cameras as a whole and some of the brands that are out now. So right off the bat, a trail camera is a camera that you Uh, put out in the woods, Um, you can either put them, you can put them anywhere, you can put them in the pines, hardwoods, uh, fields, but uh, a lot of times you want to put them in a a trail that a deer is uh, heavily traveling, Um, you can put them in your food plots, Um, a trail camera does run off of uh, SD cards. and some of the features that a trail camera has is a lot of them are infrared, um, and uh, you can get them infrared in a black flash. The infrared is basically it's uh, got a red flash on it. A lot of folks uh, tell me that uh, you know the infrared it scares it scares them more, and the black flash is better. I have used a lot of my trail cameras are infrared. Um, they're usually a little bit cheaper, but uh, the infrared, um, they, uh, they, I have seen them scare some. Um, you know, the I'd get a picture of a deer looking at it, then the next one over, it'll, you'll see like a blur of them moving. You know, it scares them away, but a lot of times that don't, that don't happen. Um, But uh, I'll get into how to prevent that if you're uh, using uh, infrared, but um, the uh, trail cameras, they have megapixels, and a lot of the megapixels, the more megapixels, uh, more than likely that's going to be more, uh, they're going to be more expensive if they have more megapixels, and The megapixels, if they have more, like if they have 14 megapixels, it's going to be a little bit better quality than 12 or 10 megapixels. So, you know, uh, but uh, still the 10 and 12 megapixels, they still look pretty good. I even have one that is 8 megapixels, and it still does pretty good for my use. Um, A lot of trail cameras uh, that don't have, like, the... They have the eight megapixels and ten megapixels. They kind of fog up a little bit when it's uh, raining or you know a foggy morning. It it will have a little bit of an effect on the quality of pictures and also night time. Uh, it won't be as good as the more megapixels, but they still do pretty good. And also on a trail camera, uh, most of them. Uh, All of mine, uh, I'm sure there's some of them out there, some of the old ones that don't have a, uh, like the moon phase on there, Um, I think all of mine do, but uh, that could help you out a whole lot, especially in the rut, but um, it has a feature on here where you can uh, have it to where you can um, take a picture every 10 seconds. Every 30 seconds, every minute, or every five minutes. And you can uh, put it on uh, a high quality picture, a low quality picture, or a video. And the video is, um, like I think on the uh, Wild Game Innovations trail cameras, I think they're 15 seconds long. Some of them are 30 seconds. Um, I've seen some up to one minute of video but um if you use a uh, video it does uh use more battery life um the low quality pictures uh i think it uses the less uh battery life but uh i usually put my trail cameras on high quality pictures um i i have a few that i run video with but i usually like to put mine on high quality pictures and the timer um I usually put mine on one minute, and the reason why I don't put it on 10 seconds is because, you know, what What if that deer is um, there for, you know, a long period of time, um, and you have it going off every 10 seconds, well, you're going to have a picture of the same deer, and, you know, and that could be if that's what you want, then, you know, you can put it on that, but, uh, but that's when it gets into scaring them off, that's, uh, 'cause because what that deer will do, if they do get a, see that infrared flash, they'll look over at it, and if they look at it for 10 seconds, and they see that red flash, it may spook them, so, you know, they, they get spooked by that red flash, if they, see it and they feel you know nervous about it but um that's why i run mine on one minute some people put it on five minutes but me uh, especially if it's a big buck i've seen a lot of big bucks they just come into the area they may eat a little bit of out of my food plot but uh but sometimes they don't stay a long time so that's why i put it on every minute and it uh doesn't scare them off as much because even if they do see that infrared even a big buck when they see it they may notice it and kind of stare at it for maybe 10-15 seconds but after that he's going to go back to doing his thing whether if it's eating or you know walking around seeing if there's any does in the area or any other bucks in the area so that's why I put mine on uh, one minute and also, you can obviously put the, the time of day um, on trail cameras. Uh, they usually go off of military time. So, you know, like if it's uh, 11 o'clock p.m., it'd be 23 o'clock. So, that's not too confusing. Um, but uh, But when you're setting the trail camera up, uh, and it also has the date, by the way. But uh, when you're setting the trail camera up, you'll want to go to it and put it on setup, and you'll set it up where you put your one-minute high-quality pictures, your time of day, and the date. And then, right when you're ready to close it up and ready to get out of there and let the trail camera do its thing, you'll want to turn it on. Now, guys, I've uh, <laughs> I've uh, left mine on setup before and it won't take those pictures. It'll actually turn off uh, after after a little while. And I try to check my cameras every two weeks. I don't try to go in there every week. Uh, I try to keep my scent down as much as I can. So I try to check mine every two weeks. So, uh, you know, when I left it, left it on setup. it didn't take any pictures, and I was kind of disappointed when I went to it, and I uh, felt like an idiot, so, but, uh, you'll want to remember to just turn it on, but, um, but they're, they're actually, uh, they're really simple, um, to, to work, uh, my dad, he, uh, he actually, uh, knows how to do them now, and he's a, he's a low-tech guy, um, he don't really get into all the technology, and he can use them. So if he can, anybody can. He'll even tell you that. So they're they're not that hard to to work and figure out. You know, when I first started using them, they were uh, a little little tricky, but they're easy to learn, guys. So and that, that's kind of uh, going into my next point. I started using them uh, when I was. Younger, I seen them probably about ten or eleven year old. Been about nine year ago now. Uh, I started seeing them, and they were not as popular as they are today. Cause you know when they first started coming out, they were uh, like a like a new tree stand would be. They were more expensive. So I think the first one I seen was like two hundred and fifty dollars for uh, you know a bad quality quality one now was $250 but at that time it was high quality and you know that was like the lowest priced one. So, you know, right off the bat, we didn't really want to give that much for one. And we were hunting public land at the time so, and also on a buddy's property, a buddy's and my daddy's and we thought well they may they may steal them, and they didn't have all the security stuff that they have now. So we really didn't get into them until a few, few later's down, a few years later down the road, and uh, it was a Black Friday, I believe, my freshman year, and I think I was fourteen at the time. So we waited about three or four years after they came out, and the prices were starting to come down. They were getting uh, more and more common and we seen a a couple on sale on a black friday so i went ahead and i bought two of them and uh, i didn't wait till christmas to open them up i went straight out to the woods and put them up and actually uh one of the ones that i got it like it broke after a week and a half but uh, i'm glad i got two cuz the other one it's it still it's still working to this day, so uh, I'm glad I got two of them. Cause if I would have just got that one that broke, I I probably wouldn't have used trail cameras until you know later down the road, or who knows, I might not even have them today if I wouldn't have got that other one. But uh, but I I really enjoyed using them. Uh, they make it a whole lot easier in the woods. But uh, into my my next topic. Uh, why I use them, because they uh, help me in uh, deer season by letting me know what's in that area, um, what time they're coming in. You know, if you uh, if you have a, a deer, let's say you didn't have a trail camera, and you know, I, I've had pictures of deer, big deer, um, they come in, after like a smaller one if you didn't have those trail cameras you might be like well i'm kind of desperate at this point i'm going to go ahead and take that little one and uh you know you you wouldn't know that big one comes in behind him you know at a later time in the day so you know you'd just go ahead and kill that little one not have the bigger one if you want to hunt for horns but uh the time of day they come in too that helps me a lot because you know it kind of gets me uh ready you know because i mean any time you go out into the woods you know deer can change and you know you might be expecting one at 7:30, and it could come in right after daylight so i mean you you never know but uh it kind of gives you a little bit of a heads up on what time that deer will come in so that helps out a little bit but uh but one of the main reasons why I have them is because, you know, it lets me know what's in that area, what kind of bucks I have. It, it also helps me, uh, you know, see if, uh, like if I've had pictures of a deer uh, for a while, and this happens a lot in summertime where I have pictures of deer and, you know, a week before bow season opens up, they change on me. And, you know, that that's when you know, I think, well, if he ain't, if that certain buck ain't here, then I got to go find him. So that helps me out a lot. It uh, helps me uh, track that certain buck. And if I need to move locations, it'll help me do that. So, and also uh, in the summertime, uh, I keep up with, uh, you know, a lot of deer when they when they change uh like when they're going through the the growing uh stage when they're in velvet uh their antlers will keep growing so you know I I always thought it was cool to see you know how much a deer can grow and it's kind of fascinating to me I guess but uh and also they're they're a lot of fun to run I, I really enjoy going out there and checking them so but um and also, at uh being a trapper, you know, I, I've seen a bunch of fox and coons and coyotes. So, you know, come trapping season, if I wanna, you know, catch something, I'll probably go to that place where I've seen them on trail camera. You know, help me out a little bit on uh, my catch rate. So. And one thing that I I didn't mention earlier is, you know, like if you're hunting the rut, um, down here in Tennessee, uh, the rut is usually around somewhere between, uh, you know, early November to early December, somewhere in that time period. This year, we had a little bit of a late rut. It was more uh, to opening week of gun season, which was later November and early December but uh, sometimes it happens um, later bow season which is early November and into muzzleloader but uh, it usually lasts for about two weeks but the trail cameras they they help me by you know knowing if, uh, if they're in the rut yet and the the way you tell them uh, the way you tell uh, on a trail camera picture is You know, when they're in the early rut, you'll see them kind of knock, have their antlers down, you know, ready to fight a little bit. They'll just be kind of playing around, and um, when they're in the full rut, you know, I'll get several pictures of them fighting and moving around and stuff that are more than just playing around. And usually in the rut, that's when I take videos, uh, because it just helps me... uh, know if they're just playing around it or if they're really in the full rut so i know if i need to give a few doe bleats or a few grunts out there so so it really helps me out in the rut and also guys it helps me out in uh turkey season like right now i've got a few cameras out it helps me uh uh see uh what i got in that area like how big uh, some of the some of the gobblers I have, you know how big their beard is, if some of them are bigger than others, and it also lets me know if uh some of those gobblers are always going to be around hens, like I've got one trail camera right now that uh has a a turkey coming in all the time at around noon, and he's always got hens with him, so I've been trying to hunt that spot a little bit later, but um trail cameras help me out, in turkey hunting as well, so, and uh, you can use them in um, turkey hunting, deer hunting, trapping, Um, the only thing that I, you know, think that you couldn't use them in is, I guess, uh, waterfowl hunting like ducks, and, you know, if you did any crow hunting, I don't think they'd help you out in those areas, but. You know, they they really help me a lot in deer and turkey and trapping, so. And uh, on to my next point, uh, how high and where do I set trail cameras up at? Um, I've seen some people actually put a trail camera at the bottom of a tree. Um, The only time that I've done that is when uh, I've had the trail camera you know, I usually put them about waist high, and I actually had a deer knock it over and put it on, on the ground uh, at the bottom of a tree. So that's the only time I've uh, really had one at the bottom of a tree is when a deer knocked it over. And uh, When they're at the bottom of the tree, um, the only time that I see how big they are if they're a buck is if that uh, buck is down at the ground eating. But, um, if he just comes in and he's not wanting to eat anything, he's just checking his area, you know, having that trail camera on the ground, that won't help me out none. So, uh, that's why I usually like to put it about waist high, which is about three feet off the ground, three and a half feet, somewhere in there. Um, they uh, that way when that deer comes in, if he's eating, I can see the ground and also if he just comes in there to check his area he he stood up and i can see his full body you know so and uh where i put my cameras again i put them in uh food plots and uh, along deer trails i try to do a lot of scouting and uh once i find an area that has a lot of like if i'm scouting out a food plot i'll Uh, see if they have you know in that food plot a lot of deer tracks and if I see quite a bit of them I'll go ahead and put a camera there and uh, when you go into the hardwood you can actually tell if a if a deer's been there by the leaves uh, crumbled up and stuff so when I see that now now a deer a lot of times like a turkey you you can tell the difference a turkey will scratch them and a deer will it it won't scratch at the leaves it'll just be kind of crumbled up a little bit and a little bit you can tell a difference you know but uh when you uh do set the cameras up you know about waist high and once you find a good location to put them there just remember to turn them on guys so uh and uh how how long the batteries last um they uh for me, if I check them every two weeks when I go back to them uh if they have like fifteen hundred or two thousand pictures uh that camera will be halfway dead, or sometimes I've seen it just uh be a quarter of the way dead so Whenever I'm uh, going in there, uh, I try to bring in uh, my batteries uh, just in case. But uh, you can also, uh, with the batteries, you don't have to use batteries. Uh, You can use those uh, solar panel uh, things. I honestly, I haven't used one, but uh, a few of my buddies do, and they seem to like them. But... One reason why I don't use those uh, solar panels is because um, they're about 30 or $40, and every time I go to buy one, I'm like, well, I can either spend 30 or $40 on a trail cam accessory or I can just spend maybe 10 or 20 or a little bit more if I want to get a better one uh, and get another trail cam or so. That's one reason why I I haven't got one yet, one of the solar panel uh, things. But uh, but also, guys, it will. Uh, you know, batteries. They're. You know, I think I gave ten dollars for sixteen of them, or ten dollars for twenty of them, something like that. So after a while, they they can get pretty expensive, and I've got like a. My Wild Game Innovations uh, trail cameras and my Moultrie trail cameras, and I got one stealth cam. They uh, they use eight batteries, and the uh one of my Bushnell cameras, which I really like a lot. It only uses four. So, but uh, that, that's kind of hard to find is one with four batteries. But uh. And if you do find one, they're going to be a little bit more expensive. But and uh, like I said before, uh, SD cards—you uh, got to have one to uh, to use a trail camera. Um, like right now, I've got about six or seven trail cameras running. So and I check them every two weeks. And used to what I did when I only had like three or four cameras. I would bring an extra SD card with me so that I could take that SD card that that has the pictures on it and I'd put a new one in and I'd take it home and uh, look at the SD card that has the pictures on it from the last two weeks while that other SD card is uh, running in the woods. But uh, that way... Uh, I wouldn't have to go back, you know, a day or two later, uh, to put that SD card in after I checked the camp, the trail cam pictures. Uh, and another reason why I do that, guys, is because I, like I said, I don't want to, you know, put more sin in in the woods or in that area than you know what what is needed. So, but um, but actually, uh, what I got now, now that I run about eight cameras, is is I've got this little, uh, it's an SD card reader. Um, It actually fits in my iPhone that I have. Um, I'll just put that SD card in the slot, and then I'll put the SD card reader in the bottom of my phone where I plug it up to charge it at. I had to download an app, but all I do is I go to that app when I plug in the SD card reader and uh, that's how I look at my pictures so uh, that helps me out a lot guys because it's crazy how many SD cards I have lost I mean they're little bitty things and half the time I can't even keep up with you know my phone and stuff so let alone a SD card so but but anyway uh, SD cards by the way you can get them. Uh, a lot of mine are eight gigabyte. I have a few that are sixteen gigabyte SD cards, and uh, I think I have a couple that are four gigabyte. But um, the more gigabytes on an SD card is obviously more pictures you can hold. So I think a sixteen gigabyte, it's uh, quite a bit of. It can hold quite a bit of pictures. A whole lot more than a four gigabyte. SD card can so that's one reason why I like to get a 8 gigabyte and 16 gigabyte because you know on my 4 gigabyte SD cards I I have to delete a bunch of pictures on them you know so going into my next uh, little topic here on trail cams is how to prevent uh someone or a group of people from stealing uh your trail camera now right off the bat i'm gonna say uh, i have had trail cameras and crew stand stealing from me and if you're one of those guys listening to this uh i don't care to tell you uh you need to uh, keep your hands off of it if it ain't yours. You know, I that, that's one thing I can't stand as a thief, and you know, you you don't want to be stealing someone's stuff when you know who knows he could be right behind you. And mostly, all or about all the time that I'm checking my trail cameras, I I've got a gun on me, and you know, I don't I don't want to hurt anybody, but you know, when I see someone messing with my stuff, I'm going to be a little angry, so, you know, that's, that's just a thought if you're one of those guys who like to do that and steal other people's stuff, uh, I wouldn't do it for one, it's, it, it ain't right at all, so, and if you know you're, you're left from right, then you ought to know right from wrong, so, but anyway, uh, getting away from that, uh, how you, uh, prevent from someone stealing your, uh, trail camera um you can about on every trail camera uh, it's got a little place on the side where you open it up where you can lock it um you can uh like if i'm running uh cameras on my private property i usually don't have them locked up but if i'm ever hunting my lease not saying that i don't trust everybody on my lease but just for safety measures, I like to lock mine up on my lease, and especially if I'm uh, hunting public land, I I have everything locked up, even my buddy stands, so, you know, I I try to lock up my trail cameras if I'm hunting where other people are, and uh, also, uh, they have a a steel-proof or theft proofed uh little box you can put on the cameras um i don't i don't use one just because uh you know they're i've heard they're easy to break i don't know i I don't use one just because that's what i've heard but uh and also guys i mean they they could come in there with a set of boat cutters and cut the lock off but but i mean what else can you do? But uh, what I what I also do uh, is is I'll put if I know someone is in that area um, who is a thief, I will put a put a cheap camera where uh, where it's obvious, you know, um, and I'll put one of the expensive cameras up in the tree, looking down to see you know that person coming in. And then they take the S D card or take the, the whole trail camera. Um and then they won't think to look up at that expensive camera I got up in the trees. And guess what I have the them on camera. So but um but that's one little trick I use if if I if I have to, you know. I don't I haven't had to do that in a long time since the last time we've had some stuff stolen from us so and uh one thing that I didn't mention one of the features that is a uh, uh, on trail cameras is they have some of them now that uh, will actually um send you a uh, pictures right when they're taken to your phone I don't have one that is like that and this is the reason why one they're they're expensive I think Moultrie had one out that I thought about getting but I seen it for like 250 300 dollars somewhere around that range and uh, when I went to buy it I thought well instead of buying just this one I can buy you know three or four you know fifty dollar ones um or five to you know match that price so why not just get more so that's what I did but um but and plus uh you know if if you're having you know any any pictures of the day whether it be daytime or nighttime uh I can only imagine me being at Clint's and you know having my phone vibrate the whole entire time while I'm there you know getting pictures of deer so you know, it it would it really make my phone go dead pretty quick. So, but but it would be pretty cool uh, to have them right to your phone. That way, you didn't have to go in and uh, check your cameras. It'd be right there. The only time you'd have to go in is to change the batteries if you ran batteries instead of the solar panel but uh and also it could help you uh if someone did uh try to steal that sucker they uh they actually have a a tracking device on there so if someone stole it not only would you have their picture of it of them taking it but you'd also be able to retrieve your trail camera and turn them over to the law if that's what you wanted to do but but uh and those uh those type of cameras, you have to get a uh, a plan. Like if you're on Verizon or AT&T, uh, those cameras uh, you have to get like a a separate plan, and it costs like I think twenty dollars a month, if I'm not mistaken. And so that, that's another reason why why I don't have one is because I really don't want to spend another twenty dollars or it could be thirty dollars a month when you know I could be you know wanting to buy another trail camera or tree stand or whatever else I wanted to buy. But uh but uh with a little with one of the ending topics that I have on trail cameras is is the price of trail cameras and my personal opinion on them. Um the, the cost of trail cameras, if you get one with 8 megapixels or 10 megapixels, it's like a Moultrie or Wild Game Innovations. It's probably going to be about $50. Um, I have seen them like when they're just released. They'll be a little bit more expensive than that, but usually what I do is I'll wait until a couple months or even into the next year when they uh, come out with new ones they'll drop that price on the on the older ones and I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and get them for you know 40 and fifty dollars but but if you wanted to buy one new then it'd probably be about 70 or 80 bucks but uh and uh bush nail. It's going to be up into the hundreds. A browning will be into the hundreds as well. Uh, I've got a buddy who has a browning. It takes really good pictures. uh, And Primos is about the same price as that browning is. Um, I think it was $110, $115. But... uh. And a stealth cam, I bought one of them while I was working at Academy just because I got it twenty percent off and I heard that they were pretty good for my brother. He heard through the grapevine that they were pretty good, so I thought, well I'll I'll just go ahead and I'll I'll get one. And it was a little bit more expensive than the Moultries and the wild game innovations. I think it was like ninety bucks. And it was an older one when the newer ones were up into the hundred dollars. But uh my opinion on all the well first I'm gonna give you my opinion on trail cameras. Um they're uh like I said guys, they're they're a good way to let you know what uh what you have in the woods, you know, in that certain area and they uh they help you out to for trapping if you wanted to trap a little bit to let you know if you got any foxes or coyotes or coons or bobcats in the area and also they're they're really simple to use um well most of them are but uh but uh, anyway, I'll get into my opinion on the on the brands of trail cameras. Now, before I say this, this is my opinion only. Um, if you use a Stealth Cam or you know Reconyx, you know, and you like them, go right ahead and use them. You know, do what make use what what you like. You know, but uh, my favorite would probably be for the price would probably be a Moultrie. You know I've had them um, for a while and they still, I've only had one of those break and I've had probably five of them so that's a pretty good rate. Uh, Wild Game Innovations uh, they're they're usually the cheapest. Um, they have pretty pretty decent uh, pitchers. Not as good as the, the Moultries in my opinion but but however, uh, I've went through about two or three wild game innovation cameras. So, and the Reconyx, I have not used one of those, but uh, they are. I've seen pictures of them, and they really do pretty good. They they have pretty clear pictures, and they're uh, pretty easy to, you know, work and figure out but uh the stealth cam they uh i only have one of those and it uh it's a little bit more complicated to use in my opinion and the pictures for the price of what i paid uh, they wouldn't what i was expecting so like i gave about the same price as a newer uh, Moultrie trail camera and it did really really well and for that same price that I bought that stealth cam with it, it just it it was not up to my standards for that price so you know if it was a $50 trail camera I'd be you know yeah I like it but but it just it was not up to the pricing standards I should say so, but uh, with that being said, guys, I've went over, um, you know, what what a trail camera is, the features, how to use them, how how I started using them, why I use them, how to hang them on trees, um how how much sd cards are and how to you know use them um with the sd card reader and how to prevent folks from stealing your trail cameras and or sd cards and also the cost and my opinion on trail cameras so but uh but i hope y'all enjoyed this one uh and i hope you have a great rest of the week um if y'all are turkey hunting um then uh, i hope each and every one of y'all get a bird um you know and if y'all are having a little bit of trouble like i am with them communicating back with me then you know just uh keep keep at it you know because they'll make their mistake you know it's only a matter of time so just keep at it and uh I guess I'll holler actions later, and I hope you enjoyed this.